Thyroid is a hot topic these days. It seems like everyone that I know, family, friends, and clients are trying to figure out how to make their thyroid work and are all also at the same time suspicious that their fatigue and weight gain and just general, you know, not feeling well is all connected to their thyroid. However, what if you just knew? What if you could examine your thyroid better than your next potential doctor? What if you could become an empowered individual who isn't forced to blindly rely on what somebody else is saying about your thyroid and you actually knew what's going on so that you could ask someone for specific things to look for next to try and heal your thyroid? What if you could fast track to your health goals? What if you didn't need to rely on medication either at all or as much as you currently do? If you had access to other options, what would you do? Today's podcast episode is why everyone should be able to read their thyroid markers and how Blood Lab Bootcamp is helping our clients be able to read their thyroid with confidence both now and into the future for forever. So I'm so excited to bring to you today why everyone should be able to read their thyroid markers and how you can do it. Are you guys ready? Let's jump in. Welcome to the Better Belly Podcast, where we find freedom from food restrictions, we increase energy in our lives, and we begin to feel more healthy and vibrant than ever by finding the root causes of our health problems. My name is Allison Jordan. I'm a marathon runner, functional medicine, health coach, certified craniosacral therapist, gut health nerd, lover of Jesus, and owner of Better Belly Therapies, a clinic based in Ann Arbor, Michigan, that works with both virtual and local clients to help them achieve the best health of their life. I am here to walk with you on your journey to a better belly and a better life. We're going to go beyond popping a probiotic and just checking out our poop. In this show, we are going to go deep into gut transformation strategies that last for your entire life. If you are ready to feel your best, get ready to roll. You are in the right place. And just as a reminder, this information is not meant to diagnose, manage, or treat disease. Always consult with your own health practitioner before you make any changes to your health. All right, so here's a podcast episode on why everyone should be able to read their thyroid markers. I'm just going to jump right into this little list I have here. So number one, reading your thyroid is an extremely manageable task. There are only four baseline markers to know, and then you have some additional what I call bonus markers that you can learn how to interpret. But four markers makes a huge difference because unfortunately right now, doctors on average with the clients I'm working with only order about one, <laughs> that's the average, one of these four markers. And we, I am going to get into, uh, after I get, I'm going to get into kind of closer towards the end of the episode, what those markers are so that you can understand and know what you'll be getting in Blood Lab Bootcamp when you join. But reading thyroid markers, I feel like it's just, it's so manageable compared to some of the other, um, markers that are we get in our blood chemistry. They're all manageable, but thyroid is super manageable. Number two, 
thyroid is a hot topic word. Everyone is talking about it. We all know thyroid is important. We also know a lot of people are struggling with it, yet few of us actually know and understand how to read a thyroid panel, which is actually the basis of actually understanding your thyroid. And unfortunately, when you don't know how to read your thyroid panel and understand what's going on, then it's all a just kind of taking what your doctor said, uh, taking their word for it. But it's also b having to wait on somebody else to interpret and, and even understand what at all is going on. You have to very much trust them. And as much as we want to trust every human being on earth, it's the reason you don't trust people that you lock your car when you leave it or that you have keys to your home. Like we have to have and we want to have some security around our bank accounts, all the most valuable things in our world, whether that's your car, which I just mentioned, or your house, which I just mentioned, or your bank account, which I just mentioned, we want a safe keep. And for our bodies and our health, we might be able to safe keep them by putting on a seatbelt or eating healthy foods or going to get counseling. But we can also safe keep them by giving ourselves information and education so that we are enabled and empowered and not having to kind of take somebody else's word for it like, oh, this is fine. And you're like, well, is it? Um, right. So that's number two. Thyroid's important. Everyone's talking about it. Number three, kind of not fun to say, but your doctor likely or possibly isn't reading your thyroid right. And the reason I don't love saying that is because there are totally amazing doctors out there. I have met them, talked with them. They're passionate. They're smart. They know things, but that is not necessarily the average doctor or all the doctors. And a lot of the clients I am working with, they don't have a good doctor, not because they haven't tried to find one, but because they are hard to find and they don't also know how to find them. And so uh, that leads me to another point that I have is when you're able to read your thyroid markers and you know what to look for for someone who can read them well, you can actually evaluate a doctor better and faster. So, or, or any other health practitioner you are going to talk with about your health, whether that's a chiropractor or an acupuncturist or a nutritionist. Um, you want to make sure that these people have some understanding of thyroid, even if they're not giving you thyroid medication, which is usually only happening from one type of doctor. But you want everybody on your team to deeply understand what's going on in your body and make sure that nothing is being missed. And you can actually be a huge part of that. Um, so uh, number three, you know, saying your doctor, if your doctor isn't reading it right, you don't know until you know what is right. Number four being once you know what's right, then you can actually find someone you want to partner with because you can actually evaluate them better. You can save time when you know how to read your thyroid markers, both because you don't even have to wait for somebody else's interpretation. You just plug it into your little um, chart that we give you. It's a spreadsheet, you look at the analysis, you analyze it yourself, you you compare it to some other markers, you get an idea of what you want, and then you can go talk to someone. That saves you time. It also saves you time because you can find a better doctor and you can examine your doctor the same way they're going to examine you. And you can decide if you want to work with them without having to wait six to 12 months and realize, oh, I guess they're actually not that good. They haven't helped me yet. 
maybe narrow it down to one appointment and then move on if you need to. You can save yourself money by not looking into all these things that you think are going to make you get your energy back or have your hair grow back or help you lose weight. You know, things we classically consider connected to the thyroid. If you actually realize maybe it's not even your thyroid, maybe it's your minerals or it's these other things going on, which I cover in Blood Lab Boot Camp on you know how to know when it's not your thyroid, what other functional labs you want to be looking at uh, when you're considering specific symptoms or even specifically thyroid problems that have been confirmed. Uh, number six, you can get health outcomes faster when you know how to read your thyroid markers because you can just narrow down all the things you do and don't need to try because you know, well, maybe I don't need to up my thyroid medication because you can actually read your markers. I'm actually going to dive into that real lightly even in this podcast episode of what the heck am I talking about? I don't need more thyroid medication. Not to say don't come off it, don't change it necessarily without talking to your doctor, um, but this is not just saying, just stop taking all your medication. Not what necessarily what I'm saying, but it is possible that there are other options and other things that will actually get you to your health outcomes that doesn't require medication and actually will work better than just upping a dosage of medication. Uh, next, you want to, if you can read your thyroid marker, you can know what follow-up tests are most relevant to heal your, heal your thyroid and get your energy back and lose that weight and all the good things. Because a lot of times, blood chemistry is the tip of the iceberg. It's the first the first round of, of testing that's very accessible, covered by insurance, often, hopefully, maybe, um, you know, and, and it's just easy to get. You just go to a lab, get a blood draw. Now you have your lab markers. You get it usually in a few days. Um, the results from that test, it's just a really accessible test. So you would start with that blood work, but once you've gotten your thyroid results and you've analyzed them, well, what next? And I talk about that in blood lab boot camp. What are the relevant follow-up tests to whatever you find on your thyroid? Uh, you can, if you can read your thyroid markers, you might be able to reduce your thyroid me medication or get it off it completely because you know how to heal your entire body. And that actually kind of gets to number nine, the point number nine, heal your whole body instead of managing parts of it. And what I mean by that is when we manage parts of something, we say, okay, uh, blood pressure is high. So we're going to take this medication or do this one thing and I'm going to see, you know, one type of doctor and then gut problems are problems here. So I'm going to go on the low FODMAP diet and then I'm going to see my gastroenterologist and I'm going to, you know, see, we see everything as separate as parts and thyroid's not functioning great. So I'm going to just take some thyroid medication, but, but without realizing or without understanding that, uh, actually <laughs> the gut, Problems connected to the thigh boy, thigh, thyroid problems connected to the, oh, was the first thing I said just now, guys. Um, yeah, to the, to the high blood pressure or maybe it's high cholesterol. They are all connected. We just had a cholesterol episode come out actually. And so you can, we'll put a link in the show notes, but it's just a couple episodes ago. And we talked about if you have high cholesterol, what are natural ways you can reduce it that your doctor is not talking to you about? And why is it high? What does it actually mean for your cholesterol to be high? And did you know it was actually less related and pretty much unrelated to food? Um, just as a side note. So 
you can heal your whole body when you understand thyroid is your thyroid markers are telling you a story. They're telling you a piece of a story that's part of a bigger piece of the puzzle. It's super manageable piece of the puzzle to understand, super important, super hot topic, uh, very very clear way you can identify if you're working with even a semi-good health practitioner because if you go from them saying, well, we only want to order this one thyroid marker and you say, well, I'd like more and they say, why? You're like, well, maybe we should, maybe I should work with someone else because you do not want to waste your time in your health. Your health is limited both in just like how high and low it can go. It's limited in its time span. And why don't, if you have an option of getting better sooner versus slower or yeah, sooner, slower, then why would you choose slower other than you don't know how to do something faster? That's definitely an option. Like I didn't know how to go faster in my car. I thought I could only go 30 miles an hour. I didn't know how to make it go faster. That's that's definitely a thing. But if you know how to and you know that it's an option to go faster in your health and be better feeling in three months, six months, 12 months, why would you make it last four years? Or unfortunately for some of our clients, it's 10 years or 20 years that they're stuck feeling poorly before they start working with us. And so um, some quick notes on the missing markers. I do want to let you guys know this because this is just so important um, and it's so pivotal and there's still, it's honestly just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to understanding thyroid. But uh, most often I have a client, they come back and say, um, Allison loved working with you. I'm so excited for everything we've done. Just want to let you know, my talked with my doctor and we've run some blood labs and um, we my doctor actually did get some thyroid markers for me. And I'm like, awesome. Um, do you know which ones? And they are like, well, no. I'm like, okay, well, I guess we'll have to wait and see. So then we have to wait for the blood chemistry to come back. Um, and we, I eventually get an email or an upload into their client profile, client portal, and I see their thyroid panel and the thyroid panel, the entirety of it is one marker called TSH. Now, TSH, y'all, I want you to start imagining. We actually have when in Blood Lab Bootcamp, I actually have visuals on this. I have slideshow. It's probably easier to follow through. But since we don't have any images, we just have the podcast and what the earbuds in your ears. I want you to imagine TSH. It's called thyroid stimulating hormone. I want you to imagine your brain. And in your brain, there's a gland called the pituitary gland, and it creates this hormone that then goes to your thyroid gland and says, hey, buddy, please make some thyroid hormone. So it is not by any means the thyroid hormone. It is merely the brain talking to the body or specifically the thyroid gland and saying, please make this. If that's all you get, you have no idea how much thyroid hormone is actually in the body because you never even tested the thyroid hormone. You tested the precursor to the thyroid hormone, the communication system from the brain to the thyroid gland. And then all you can really learn from that is, okay, the brain knows how to talk to the thyroid gland. Um, <laughs> that's good. We do want that. And and some people genuinely have a problem with that stage. Um, it's called secondary hypothyroidism. But that is not as common. It's usually primary hypothyroidism if it's a problem. And primary means it's coming from the thyroid gland itself, not from the communication system talking to the thyroid gland. So literally, unfortunately, TSH is the most common panel. And that's not a panel. That's a single marker when we talk about thyroid. That is a huge problem. If your doctor is just ordering you TSH, 
you you need more than TSH every time. And I'm talking if you have major, if you know you have thyroid problems and your doctor's doing regular checkups, maybe it's once a year or once every three months or once every six months, it should not just be TSH. It needs to be multiple markers. Well, what are the other markers? Great question. So go back to your little image. You have the brain. It's got this like little communication starts there with TSH and it goes down to your throat where the thyroid gland hangs out. And thyroid gland then says, TSH, it's telling me like body would like to have more thyroid and, and thyroid gland's like, great, I know how to make this stuff. It starts cooking. And what does it cook? It cooks something called T4. And T4 is a weak, very inactive version of thyroid hormone, the one that we actually need to talk to a majority of our cells. T4 is pretty much all that thyroid makes just as a whole and like a like just it's it's it makes so much t4 it's easy to say it's 100% t4 all right t4 we actually don't even use <laughs> well that's interesting now we know that the thyroid gland doesn't even actually make the active potent version of thyroid hormone we need and that one's called t3 so we haven't even gotten to t3 yet and but we do need T4. T4, you need to know how T4 is doing because sometimes what you'll find is your TSH is good, your T4 is good, but you have all these hypothyroid problems. So now you have to know what's your T3 doing. Here's the thing. T3 isn't even made by the thyroid glands. Like T3, it's an outsourced job, guys. Uh, T3 is related. It's given to other organs. You want to guess which organs convert T4 into T3? Mm-hmm. I want you to think about that. Hopefully you had a good gut reaction on that. Uh, actually, only 20% of T3 is converted um, f- or T4 is converted into T3 by the gut. Um, nice little gut joke there. Only 20%, though 20% is important and most of it's done by the bacteria in our gut. So we do want to have healthy little gut bacteria. 60% of T4 is converted into T3 by the liver. If you've heard me talk about liver, our last podcast episode, I talked a lot about liver. And in our gut skin connection podcast, I talk about liver. In the gut sinus connection, I talk about liver. Um, it hopefully starting to sound redundant because it's actually a very common problem and it's also a very solvable problem uh, if, you, if your liver is not functioning optimally. It's also not necessarily a diagnosis to say your liver is not functioning optimally. I'm not saying you have cirrhosis um, or even fatty liver if your liver is not functioning fully. We can just say it's not functioning fully. We call that congested. It is often associated with things like elevated liver enzymes and all sorts of other stuff like skin problems and sleep problems and hormone problems because the liver just does that much. And the last 20%, if you learn, if you figured out that 60% and 20% is not 100%, you are right. Um, 20% of T3 is converted into something, or T4 is converted into reverse T3. Reverse T3 is converted via communication from the adrenal glands to say, um, we turn off some of our T3. It's like a backup and it's like a slow down system just to make sure we're not going too crazy on really burning ourselves out. And so, if you have any adrenal gland problems, adrenal fatigue, etc., or adrenal um, hyperfunction, where you're kind of going, 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 your cortisol is really high, lots of stress, etc., you could also have a really high amount of reverse T3. So literally, you could be completely fine. Your T3 will look low, but then if you don't have your reverse T3 marker, which um, I <laughs> feel like I, I look at at 
at Blood Chemistry, the worst score you can get for ordering a thyroid panel is only ordering TSH. The better, the mid-range score, if, I, if I'm evaluating how good of a health practitioner someone's working with, oh, they, they order TSH and T3 and T4. Great. You get an average score. A much better one is going to now include reverse T3 because reverse T3 considers and keeps in mind that T3 could be low, not because of thyroid glands not functioning. It could be not be low because of even liver or gut health. It could be low because of adrenal gland health because it's all getting converted. Instead of 20% being converted to reverse T3, maybe 30% or 40% being converted, which just leaves a lot less active T3 involved. And the solution to that low T3 is totally different if it's because the adrenal glands are being activated and involved in this process. And so those are the four baseline markers, TSH, that brain thyroid gland communication, T3, T4, what your thyroid gland actually makes, T3, what gets converted in the liver and the gut, <clears throat> and reverse T3, what gets converted uh, via communication from the adrenal glands. Okay, that's your four baseline markers. And if you aren't getting all four of those every single time, you are not getting the full story. There is no way you are getting the full story on your thyroid. You're not getting an accurate picture and you also don't have too many action steps you can get out of it. You might know I have high TSH, which is that thyroid stimulating hormone, but why is 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 something else low? Why is the brain screaming at your thyroid to make more thyroid if the TSH is low? Why are you potentially hyperthyroid? You need to know every single marker. The additional bonus markers, which we cover in Blood Lab Bootcamp, are thyroid antibodies. Uh, we really focus on two that are for hypothyroidism. Um, and so these thyroid antibodies are antibodies that can be elevated for years, potentially, that will damage your thyroid. And you will only start to see thyroid like you only see changes in your thyroid hormone once the thyroid is damaged enough. And so I generally recommend trying to get thyroid antibodies every time you check your thyroid gland or thyroid panel because you could have a perfectly like a perfect picture perfect thyroid um, hormones all four of them <laughs> um, but you could actually have elevated thyroid antibodies and if you do it means you are on the pathway to not having healthy thyroid hormones um, you won't have any symptoms potentially even of thyroid difficulties but this is why this is considered preventative medicine um, not waiting until there's a fire um, there's also a thyroid antibody for hyperthyroidism which is less common uh, problem in general but there is an antibody you can check for it and we cover that. And lastly, there's thyroid blinding globulin. We don't we don't touch into this as much, and this is why it can still be helpful to work with somebody who's an expert in in health and healing and holistic understanding of the body. Uh, because I didn't, <laughs> we don't go over everything, but I just want to let you guys know there's 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 more, and that we want to teach you the baseline, and we want to just teach you. For example, I was able to communicate all of this on the podcast and, you know, it's 23 minutes as of my computer telling me what the recording is right now. Um, that is the, the thyroid, the actual module on thyroid is way more than this because we cover everything from the functional lab range, which is this more narrow, healthier range for thyroid to <clears throat> what 
you would actually do with, well, if T4 is high, but T3 is low, what if T4 is low and T3 is high? What if reverse T3 is low, but, you know, T3 is high and TSH is, you know, there's just like different combinations. We cover what those mean and then also what you can do about it and what follow-up labs we recommend and all that jazz. But thyroid binding globulin um, could be a problem and it's basically your thyroid all exists, but it's not. There's not enough of this globulin uh, protein to bind the thyroid and transport it in your blood. Uh, that's not a problem we see as often, but it's something you can, if you feel like you're really seeing thorough thyroid hypothyroid um, symptoms, but your thyroid still like literally the the four baseline ones look good, you could still have a thyroid thing going on. And it could be thyroid blinding globulin. Um, there could also be some other stuff going on, which we do cover. Um, but that is, you know, that's kind of the main, the main baseline of what's going on. I want you guys to know that. Please, please know that. Please, please come back to this podcast episode. Remember it because it's empowering, even if you know nothing else. But I do highly recommend taking Blood Lab Bootcamp because I want you to ask yourself, does your doctor consider that if your T4 levels are good, your T3 might not? Does your thyroid doctor talk to you about your gut health, your liver health, how to restore either of them without needing to bomb them with antibiotics or other medications? Does your doctor look for clues of liver congestion your body is giving? You know, does your body even know, does your doctor know what liver congestion is? Does your doctor know what he would even, he or she would even do about liver congestion if they identified it? Does your doctor consider adrenal gland health with low T3? Do they look at reverse T3 at all? If adrenal gland health and stress levels are considered, does your doctor evaluate all three major categories of stress, physical, psychological, and biochemical? And I talk about all three forms of these stress in Blood Lab Bootcamp and how you can evaluate them in yourself and address them so that your adrenal glands are not forever on hyperdrive. Does your doctor teach you about further lab testing options to look into potential stressors of your liver, gut, and adrenal glands so that you can do something to heal your entire body and not just chuck T3 at yourself? Because if T3 is low and it's low because of liver or gut or adrenal glands or anything else like uh, not having enough iodine in your body or selenium, does that that's a that those problems are affecting other systems as well it's not enough to just take t3 and actually a lot of times when our clients come to us and they're on any form of thyroid medication oftentimes they have to reduce or stop taking it because they end up becoming over medicated we're not even trying to get them off of it they just get all the symptoms of oh i actually have too much thyroid hormone in my body because their body starts naturally making enough on its own you can heal your thyroid and heal your body's ability to make its own thyroid and does your doctor is your doctor aware of that do they even do they even, are they looking at your body holistically so that you might even accidentally do that, accidentally heal yourself? <laughs> Does your doctor consider if all of your thyroid hormones look good that you could actually still have hypothyroid problems due to your T3 hormone having a hard time onboarding your cells? Yes, this is a problem. T3 can be floating in an appropriate quantity throughout your blood and your cells have to be able to onboard them. But if your cell membrane walls are damaged, they can't do it as well. Or if you are lacking certain nutrients like calcium, they can't do that. And it's not enough to just take calcium because you could have low stomach acid or H. pylori and 
those again are so common with all of our clients we work with, you want to make sure you don't have those going on because otherwise you aren't absorbing calcium. You want to make sure you don't have a calcium shell. You want to make sure that you actually your calcium staying in your bones and, and isn't toxic levels and isn't creating pain and calcifying and your soft tissues. Like if this all sounds like mumbledy gook, first off, take blood lab boot camp. Second off, know that there's just so much more. And and I'm trying to, in this podcast, I love exposing you guys to new concepts. And I don't love the idea of trying to dumb stuff down too, too much. I want it to be reasonable. Like I want it to be accessible, but not necessarily feeling like I have to dumb something down. Like, oh, they won't understand it. I want to slowly expose you to these things. Um, just like parents, you know, talk to their children, the, the higher level you talk to somebody who doesn't understand something, they're still going to pick up stuff. I hope that isn't meaning, guys. I'm just rambling a little bit here. But um, I say that partly because I did grow up in a household where my dad's a doctor and he would just talk on the phone and you just pick stuff up. So if you're listening to this podcast, you're maybe not thinking like you're not taking this like med school or something or like a course. You're not taking it like blood lab boot camp. You're listening. You're you're meditating. You're thinking. You're considering. Um and then lastly, you know, with your doctor, these just questions I want you to be asking yourself, um, or not last, I actually have two more questions here. Does your doctor talk to you about what could cause your cells to have a hard time responding to T3? So does your doctor talk to you and understand why your cell membrane walls could be weakened or damaged? And then what you would actually do about that? Because there are several reasons it could be damaged. And then there's, of course, even more re- things that you could do to activate and help heal those cell membrane walls. And then lastly, if your doctor does talk to you about all these things, do they tell you what further testing you could do and actions you can take so that you aren't just medicating yourself um, to augment your T3? Does your doctor think that your body just can't do any better than just receiving medication? And I, by doctor, I'm also saying any other health practitioner you want to work with and or are working with. Um, or do they just say you're stuck on this forever. We don't know what else to do because that's just not true. If you are listening to this podcast, I want to re reinforce that you you don't you likely don't feel good or you know someone who doesn't feel good. You're looking for solutions and answers. You're already in that percentage of the population that likely has not found the solutions they want from their doctor. Maybe you just love learning, but uh, likely you are somebody who who hasn't had a, an amazing you know, experience with doctors. Cause if you, if you had, you wouldn't be looking for solutions. You'd be off and happy and, and healthy. Um, and so I just, I keep that in mind as we're all talking together that I'm not super into just degrading the healthcare system cause it's fun. Um, like I said, my dad's a doctor and he does a very important role, but the healthcare system only has a role. It doesn't play every part, um, in, in having a healthy body and, it, it's it's a very specific role. We've talked about it in other podcast episodes. I am blanking on any podcast episode uh, names on when we've talked about it. But oftentimes they've been connected to topics when we talk about 
why do we have a hard time investing in our health, anything that has to do with money and finance episodes and our health. I often do talk about uh, the the insurance and healthcare industry and and why it is the way it is. It's not that doctors don't want to make you better. It's just that they have limited tools that they've been given and that they're allowed to use due to what insurance predetermines they're allowed to do. So that kind of sucks. <laughs> Somebody else is telling your doctor what they can do. You didn't you might have not known that. Now you do. That's called insurance. So that is it for today's episode. Why everyone should be able to read their thyroid markers. Blood Lab Bootcamp is opening January 5th, opening as in as in the all the episode or all the modules are becoming available that day. If you want to have a new you in the new year, you want to have education on your thyroid and you're just kind of tired of floating around in this like maze of, I think my thyroid has a thing and I don't know how to, you know, got all this blood work from your doctors and just feels chaos and maddening. Get Blood Lab Boot Camp. I would love to see you in there as a student. We have worksheets. We have spreadsheets where you can track your blood markers. You can make things organized. You can understand why something might be high or low. You can learn to read patterns. So you can, you're not just looking at one marker. You're looking at multiple markers. You can look at it through a functional range instead of a standard range. So it's a more accurate, smaller range to what a healthy person is going to be experiencing um, opposed to the average human being, which realize the average American... I want you to think about what the average American is that you don't want to, you don't want to be average. You want to be actually healthy. So I teach you all that and more in Blood Lab Bootcamp. We also have a live coaching call that you get to have access to with me where you bring in your blood chemistry analysis and say, what do you think? Am I analyzing this wrong? right? Would you give any other pieces of input? And it can be part of it. It's part of a communal social experience of, of us all, all the other students in that course asking questions and learning what it means to take ownership of our health and be empowered and and to learn how to take those baby steps and next steps of of how do we stop guessing in our health and actually know what we want to do next because we can see the data and can see I've got a pathogen or I do have a thyroid thing and I've got a liver thing and and I actually know what I can do. So guys, join Blood Lab Bootcamp. We have a waitlist link for the waitlist in the show notes so that you can be the first to know on our waitlist. We're also going to be having special offers on there. So you don't want to miss out. It's just going to be a great way where we're going to be communicating there first when Blood Lab Bootcamp opens, when it's available to you so you can download that and get the markers so that we even tell you what markers you want to ask from your from your doctor. And if you don't have Blood Labs, if you don't have any blood work, don't worry. We give you three different ways that you can get blood labs from either your doctor or even through us for a low, low fee. It's amazing um, how you can, how many markers you can get through us without any hassle or anyone asking you or telling you they don't want to order something like your doctor, um, or even how you can use old blood labs to at least practice all the principles. And so every time you get blood chemistry in the future that you'll be able to use all that information information. Because realize, guys, when you take this course, you can use this information forever. It is not a one-time thing. It is the rest of your life. You can use it for your children, your spouse. You can use it for so many things so that you are equipped and empowered and not having to, again, guess and rely on other people and just kind of spin around in circles with appointments that are not working. I invite you guys. I so, so hope that I see you in Blood Lab Bootcamp. It is, we're nearing that date. It's December now and it's going to be opening soon. So join the wait list. I want to see you guys there. 
All right, guys. So if you love this episode, we have so much more coming down the line. So subscribe so you never miss a beat. And if you thought of a friend while you're listening to this, maybe you're like, oh, I've got a friend who's got that thyroid thing and she is so frustrated that I encourage you take a screenshot and text it to that friend or put it on your stories and Instagram and tag us at Better Belly Therapies. I would love to see just who's watching, what you guys are enjoying. Um, I've had some people share our podcast episodes and show they're like on a walk or they're doing laundry, which I also think is super fun. Uh, But definitely share this if you've thought of somebody because that's a way of saying I care about you. And in other ways that you can support what's going on here is by leaving a rating and review and our Apple iTunes, you know, that's where a majority of y'all are listening. Actually over 90%, interestingly enough, listen there. And so I would love it if you guys would just leave a rating and review. If you've enjoyed and gained any information, any hope, any inspiration, any next steps in your health, just leave a rating and review and let other people help them find this podcast as well. And other ways you can stay in the conversation and continue to learn awesome little goodies is by following us on Instagram at Better Belly Therapies. There's a link in that show notes. You can just click it. If you want to just head straight over to Instagram and follow us, I would love to connect with y'all there. Like I said, we have extra information, extra things happening in stories. You can ask me questions, engage with me, and just be part of a community. I would love to meet with y'all there. And as a reminder, our motto, miracles are immediate, but healing takes time.